Hello and welcome to the Noise Brigade podcast. We are Bobby and Tom. This is our latest episode. Imagine that two in one week. Yeah, two in a row. Two. I think it wasn't even 24 hours ago that we finished the other one. So yeah, here we are bringing, bringing you some more noise. And uh, what are we talking about today? Today we are going to start uh, talking about some movies, man. So Obviously, you know, the last year hasn't been great for the movie industry. Um, it's been kind of good for... Hold on, let me get Lily out of here. Lily, take your toy out. Yeah, my dog decided that, oh, they're recording, so we need to make squeaky noises. Ah, you know, um, that's a, that's a, that's a, uh, Lily can be our uh, guest, yeah. our mascot, right. so there you go. Oh, you be the guest today? All right, take your toy out. You're good. an orange bowl with squeakies in it it's named dorito so oh there you go yeah got all right doritos in the other room now so anyway back to the topic at hand uh i can hear squeaking it like a bastard out there um so all right we're going to talk about movies um movie theaters are reopening and we've got some good stuff coming up some stuff that I, when I was doing this list, I was surprised it was actually coming out this year. I thought we were going to have to wait a little bit longer. But um, without any further ado, let's let's jump in. Now, we're going to skip, obviously, anything that's come out up to now. Um, I'm going to hit two from June because they're just, they look interesting. Uh, well, one of them looks interesting. The other one looks like a hot piece of hot garbage. But I know people like it, so we're just going to mention it and, and go with it. So, um all right, so the first one I've got on the list is the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Yeah, and I, you know it's funny you put this on here, I, and I didn't even had heard this uh, heard of this movie. But uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about this one. Who's in this one? So this is Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson reprising their roles from the first movie, which was the Hitman's Bodyguard. Uh, it also introduces Salma Hayek, and I believe, and I could be wrong on this. I'm pretty sure she's she plays Samuel L. Jackson's wife. Um, and so I've never seen the first one. I saw the trailer for this one and I seen the trailer for the first one and they both looked really good. So I'm hoping that they're both, you know, I'm hoping that they're, they're both pretty good. I'm hoping to check out the first one soon and try and, uh, get a feel for the second one. But the, the trailer for the second one was really good too. Trailer for the yeah. first one was good. I just never saw it. I hadn't watched the first one. Um, and I hadn't even realized, obviously, like I said, that this was even coming out. Um, I'm a big fan of anything with Ryan Reynolds in it. Um, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, of course, um, and even Selma Hayek. So, I mean, this, this looks like a nice star studded cast. Um, definitely something I, I will, I will eventually check out. I, I'm, I, I don't go to the theater much these days. Um, you know, COVID aside or anything, I just wasn't doing it a whole lot, you know, well prior to that, um, as my kids were pretty young when I would go see a movie, it was uh, certainly not anything like this. So, <laughs> um, you know, not one I'll be checking out in the theater, but uh, it does look like a cool cast. And um, yeah, I, I definitely it'd be something I want to check out. All right. So our second one we've got on here in June, um, not something that I'm going to see. I don't, I'm pretty sure I'm not the target demographic anyway, so they don't really give a crap, uh, but it's the, latest in the fast and the furious franchise i believe it's called f9 um they said no desire to see it and even less so after i found out this update which is cardi b is in it so yeah that's even if i was gonna see it now i'm definitely not right yeah i'm not a fan she's obviously just in there for trying to pull more audience in 
um, you know, with her own star power that people that might be on the fringe, I don't know. But uh, I look, I, 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 I'm a big fan of the original movie. Um, and I've seen a good part of all the other ones up through the eighth one. I, I can't say that I've seen all of them. However, I don't just go run out to the theater on these movies. I wait till they hit a streaming service. I wait till it's on something I'm already paying for. I pop myself some popcorn and I watch an action movie. Um, I'm not running out to the theater for this one. I just like, I didn't for the seventh one, the eighth one, whatever. Even to that point, anything that I've watched after Paul Walker has passed away is just not great. So, I mean, yeah, I'm not, you know, obviously this isn't necessarily something that I'm going to be all about, but it's a popcorn movie. I'll check it out whenever it gets to whatever service it hits. And I'm not paying the $20 for it all. I'll just pay my monthly fee on it and be done with it. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't say that I've ever seen a whole Fast and the Furious movie. Uh, The first two, when I was at Stockton, they used to be on the Stockton channel all the time, and I've seen bits and pieces. But even with just those ones, which, from what I gathered, they were more grounded in reality as far as these movies are grounded in reality. Um, And ever since then, it's gotten just more and more absurd oh to wait over the top yeah if you ever get the chance i'd recommend the first one just in the sheer fact that it is a pretty good movie for the time as we're talking 20 years ago now um you know but then after that it just whatever so all right let's move into july yeah let's uh, lie there's some good ones here yeah the next one you have here is the forever purge um, you had a note on here that you'd never seen any of these movies and guess what? I never have either. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to skip this one too, because guess what? Never saw the first, second or however many of these movies there are. I know there's a TV show. I know this has a huge following. Is there a TV show? Uh, well, I think there is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a TV show now. Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's I a... mean, it, it's, it's something that I always joke about, like, as far as I wish there could be a, a quote unquote um, customer service purge where for one day people who work in the service industry or any kind of customer service we have to deal with people, you get to treat people the way they treat you um, just as kind of like an eye opening experience for them. Not that it would probably change the way they treat people because they're treating them like that in the first place. They're probably garbage. But, um, you know, I, I joke around about that, but th- the idea of a movie of it, I just. I don't know, man. And this one, so basically this one takes place, I guess, after the first purge. And, um, you know, one of the states that if there was ever a purge, there's a couple states that I could picture um, just never stopping. And one of them is Florida. The other's Texas. And Texas is the basis of this one where um, Texans decide that one day a year isn't good enough for a purge and they decide that it's going on forever. So this is about um, the Mexican government opening up their borders and allowing Texans to flee into Mexico. Uh, wow. so I, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but again, I'll be skipping this one. It's, it's yeah. a, another hard pass. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to the next one. This looks cool. And I, this looks cool just based on the cast. Yeah. Um, the, the Tomorrow War. Um, uh, and, and there's a, there's a couple of people in here that I really enjoy. So go ahead on this one. Who's in this movie? Cause I, I I'm 
curious to hear your take on this. So this one's going to be streaming on Prime, which is excellent because I have Prime. Um, it stars Chris Pratt. So if you don't know who Chris Pratt is, I really, I don't know what to say. We can't help you. Yeah. Uh, it's got Yvonne Strahovski, who is from Chuck. Uh, she was also, I think she did some voice work for Mass Effect 2. Um, she's been in a ton of stuff. She's awesome. J.K. Simmons, who, again, another awesome at Well-versed actor. Yep. You know, he's got a huge range. Um, he's been everything from the voice of um, the creator of GLaDOS in Portal 2, and I think maybe Portal 1. I know definitely Portal 2, he was Cave Johnson. Um, and, of course, everyone's favorite J. Jonah Jameson from Spider-Man movies. And then anything else you think of, he's done something with it. I can almost guarantee it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, he's he's an actor. You might not recognize his name, but once you see his face, you've seen oh, him yeah. something. And then Betty Gilpin. And Betty Gilpin is probably the least known name on this, I would venture. I could be wrong. Um, but she was in Glow, which if you haven't seen Glow on Netflix, watch it. It was an absolute blast. Uh, sadly, yes. it was it's cut short. It's It ends on a cliffhanger. Um there was talks of a movie happening, but to finish it out, but who knows at this point? Yeah, no, I was a big Glow fan myself, so I was excited to see her included in this. Um, for for those of you who don't recognize her name, she plays Liberty Bell in Glow, so um, she uh, she is that actress um, from uh, that TV show. Uh, but this, uh, yeah, you have a note here. Uh, time travelers come back from the year 2051 to recruit soldiers for a war in the future, which humanity is losing, and they're losing it badly against aliens so um sounds cool i like the cast uh this is definitely something i have prime as well so i will most likely pop this on uh, as soon as it hits yeah and the beauty of it is you know since it's streaming on prime it's going to be free for anybody that has prime it's not like you have to pay extra like um like the next movie we're going to talk about where even if you're paying for the service you have to pay to watch it on the service um which not to get too far off topic but that's one of the things i love about hbo max is hbo max you pay and you get to watch everything that's on it. There's no like nickel and dime in you. And it's not a nickel and dime for this next service when you want to watch a movie that's new. So right. why don't you uh, why don't you jump on this one? Okay. So the very next one is something that, you know, uh, I think it's been in the works for quite some time. Um, Black Widow. I'm looking forward to this one just on the sheer fact that it's been way too long since we've had a Marvel movie. Um, I've recently started going straight back through this last iteration of the MCU kind of in order based on timeline um, with the kids. And we're, I think, up to Iron Man 3. Now. Okay. So we're, we're, we're kind of cutting back through them. I've seen all those movies, but we're just kind of re-watching and doing them in order to kind of pick up different things and such. So anyway, I digress. Really looking forward to this one. Um, mainly because, you know, like I said, it's been too long. I mean, this was obviously one of those that was kind of derailed from COVID, um, you know, and it just delayed, 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 whatever. But here we are. We actually have a release date and it's next month. Yeah. So go ahead on your take because I know you're a huge Marvel person. So Yeah, man. So, I mean, this one to me is going to be fun. It digs a little bit deeper into Marvel lore. There's some characters that I never thought, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. When I was growing up, even when I was in college, I never thought that comic book movies would take off the way they did. You know, granted, we had um, 
this we had just seen x-men we had just seen spider-man sam raimi spider-man movies come out and they came out and did really well but i never thought we'd get to the point where i'm seeing taskmaster and red guardian and not just one but two black widows showing up on screen together um it's cool man it's super cool and some of the other movies we're going to talk about on this list are even deeper cuts but personal some of them have some personal favorites of mine and i'm just super stoked about it i'm super super happy to see this finally coming out i'm excited about it um all the buzz about it has been great and i'm just really i'm really happy to see this movie finally coming out and seeing uh where because this is going to inform some of the future of the marvel universe even though it's a a prequel so to speak right. so we'll see we're going to hopefully see some cool stuff and i'm definitely looking forward to it yeah no i, I agree and uh, uh I, I think almost no matter what that movie is going to do pretty well for itself just based on the fact that it's a marvel movie and it's the first one we've had in quite some time um the next one is space jam a new legacy <laughs> Yeah, new <sighs> legacy of crap. Yeah, this um, is one that, that I don't think needed a sequel. No, no. Uh, what's your take on this? Then I'll share mine. So, I mean, I think that the the characters look cool. Um, I think that the the whole buzz about where people were getting upset because they made um, Lola Bunny quote unquote not sexy was one of the dumbest movie controversies I've ever heard in my life. It's a friggin' cartoon, dude. Like, why are we trying to make her look sexy in the first place? This is supposed to be a kid's cartoon. So I thought that was stupid. I don't like LeBron. There's really nothing drawing me into this movie. Um, I, I really, I just, I, I don't know, dude. I, I just, I don't see a need for it. And I'm, it's very unlikely that I'll be watching it. It'll be on HBO Max, so eventually I'll probably watch it at some point, but it's not something that I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait till this comes out. Yeah, now, like the first one's a classic. I, 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 I can honestly say, though, when that hit, I was probably 13, 14 years old, something like that. So I, I was at the point to me anyway, I was just outside target audience because I had, I'd already been watching more, you know, heavier content at that point. Um, I think I was in theater watching like Die Hard with a Vengeance. Um, <laughs> so like that to me at that point, I was, it was a little out of my, but that movie's a classic. Um, they didn't need to read, or I say redo it. They didn't need this sequel, whatever you want to call it. I'll stick with the original Space Jam. LeBron does absolutely nothing for me. And he hasn't for a very long time. Uh, I just, I just don't like him. I, I don't, I don't care for the attitude. And I, you know, whatever. Yeah, he's great basketball player. That's his deal. Um, I'm, I'm not, just not a fan of of some of the outside of the ring, outside the ring. Like he's a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> we talk wrestling so much on here that I just yeah. get stuck in my head. Um, I'm just not a fan of his. You know, I, I, like I said, I respect his 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 um, work on the court. I think he's a great basketball player. Um, but personally, I just not a fan of his. Um, yeah. And I won't be partaking in this one. So, yeah. All right. All right. Go On ahead. to the next one. This is a movie I had no idea it was even coming out. Like I had, I had heard, I remember hearing rumblings that they were going to make it. I had no, no clue. 
So this is Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. Yeah, this seemed interesting. I, I didn't put anything on here, but um, I, I liked what you said about this because I was kind of the same thing. That you're going to wait and see what people say about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I watched, I went to the theater for the first two G.I. Joe movies and I was, I don't, honestly, I don't know what I was expecting, but I guess I was expecting better than what we got. And I guess the second one was better than the first one i thought um hopefully this one's really good because snake eyes is my favorite gi joe character um but either way i'm not you know i'm not going to be too upset if this one sucks because it's not something i'm super invested in anymore you know it's not like they're making uh you know i don't know it's not like this is spider-man and they're they're casting like um uh, LeBron James to be Spider-Man. You know? like, <laughs> right, right. Uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't go with I couldn't find a good one there. All right. So it's not like they're cast. They're, they're, it's not like they're making a movie about the Jersey Devil and they're turning him into a swarm of bees. You know, like this yeah. one, they could they could do pretty much whatever they want. And just as long as it's a good movie, it's cool. Um, and it, it, it really would. The, the cool thing to me is, you know, you don't really know too much of the whole background of snake eyes because pretty much as far as i remember even from the comic books and stuff he was just he was a silent ninja he had taken an oath of silence and he wore a mask and you never saw him without the mask and you never heard him talk so the only thing you really had was like this silent badass um and you didn't really know too much aside from him and uh he and storm shadow had some beef at one point right yeah i, I like i said i I don't know. I'm not necessarily saying that I'm completely bought in on this one. Um, I was a big G.I. Joe fan uh, when I was a kid. I think our age group, we all were. Right. Um, you know, so it's cool to still see it, you know, mainstreamed out into these movies all these years later. Um, when are we going to get that Sergeant Slaughter movie, though? <laughs> I would love to see Sergeant Slaughter show up in the movie. That's that's all I need. Even if it's just a stinger at the end, you know, like Sergeant Slaughter just pops up and you just he walks in, he goes, hello, maggots. Yeah, yeah you know, that'd like, be great. It'd be awesome. So, all right. Enough on G.I. Joe. This next one, um, Jungle Cruise, which I'd, I'd heard about this coming out. Um, and you had made a comment on here about this movie being based on um, the famous Disney ride, which I'm pretty certain that's that's 100% accurate. Yeah. Um, and but the cool thing is this has uh, pretty high star power here. <laughs> yeah. So The Rock and Emily Blunt, and I, maybe I'm skipping over some others, but I, those are the two big ones that stuck out to me. And I was like, all right, well, let's see where this goes, man. This could be pretty decent. Yeah, I, I'm a you know. Heck, we, we've talked about this, uh, you know, off off here before. Uh, the Rock is one of my all-time favorites, um, you know, far beyond wrestling, but just acting in general. Um, I just think he's hysterical uh, in pretty much anything he does. So, that, uh, you know, this is a popcorn movie. Uh, that's where he's at these days. This is not necessarily going to be like um, – you know, a fantastic, like, oh, you know, grip your seat, like, or laugh every 10 minutes or every two minute type, you know, film. 
Um, it's a popcorn movie. That's what this is. He knows it. It's going to sell tickets. He's going to make money. And hopefully it's just half decent watch. You know, that's about all you can expect. You know, we did, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the third, the other big star in this movie, Paul Giamatti. Oh, that's, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I mean, I look at the cast and I look at what the movie is and what it's supposed to be, and I think it's going to be enjoyable. Um, I'm not going to shell out the 30 or $35 or whatever it is to watch it on Disney+. Plus. Um, you know, if I had a bigger family, it'd be worth it, but more than likely it'll be me and Peyton or me and Peyton and my dad going. Um, we'll go check it out. We'll go eat some popcorn. We'll go eat some some pretzel nuggets and you know, whatever candy we smuggle in via right. our, our cargo short pockets. It's a good summer popcorn cool off for a couple hours in the theater and and uh, enjoy the ride. Yeah. No, no pun intended with Jungle Cruise, but <laughs> uh, let's move to the month of August. Yes. And so. you've got one on the top here. I'm going to let you talk about this one first, and then I will give you my take on it. So this is where I feel like, you know, obviously we have the, the heater that is uh black widow this when i made the when i started making the list and when i had gotten to this point this was one of the movies that i was most excited for and that would be james gunn's take on the suicide squad um such an amazing cast so much to like um king shark king shark and king shark's played by by none other than Sylvester Stallone. Um, I, dude, I cannot wait for this. The trailers have been outstanding. You got Peter Capaldi. You got John Cena. You got Idris Elba. You got Pete Davidson. You got um, the guy. Will, Will Smith's in it? No. No, Will Smith's not in this one. He's not in this one? He's not no. doing Deadshot in this one? No, he's not doing that. No, Idris Elba, I believe, uh, took over his his spot okay 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 um unless i'm wrong but anyway i mean huge awesome cast it's just it looks amazing and then one of the best things and it's so dumb but i laughed so friggin' hard was it's got um so harley quinn reply reprising her role margot robbie Mm-hmm. And in the trailer, the one part, it's raining. And she goes, I love the rain. It's like angels jizzing all over you. They're <laughs> spooging all over you. But like, all right, so, the, and this one's weird. Okay, uh, Idris Elba plays Blood Sport, not Deadshot. Okay, okay. But you've got some people that that are coming over from the old ones and some that are completely new. Oh, and Flula Borg's in it. So if you don't know who Flula Borg is, when, when you get done listening to this or when you yourself get done recording this with me, look him up, especially his uh, appearances on Conan. And he's amazing. He's fantastic. Um, Michael Rooker's in it. And again, this was done by James Gunn. He got Taika Waititi, who is responsible for what we do in the shadows and, um, and Thor Ragnarok and the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder, and they're in it. So just everything about this movie screams awesome. Nathan Fillion, we finally get Nathan Fillion in a in a superhero movie. Um, it's it just, this is going to be one of my favorite movies of the year. I, it yeah, doesn't yeah. even matter how, how good or bad it is. 
and it blows away um from what i understand there's that that stupid joker from the first one uh nowhere to be seen so the uh oh the the jared leto yeah joker yeah yeah and that was you know and i and that was some of the comments that i thought on here i i did not like that that first iteration at all uh the the more the the recent one uh from what five years ago or so whenever that was yeah i was not a fan of that one however the joaquin phoenix joker movie i absolutely loved i just thought that was just fantastic i realized that this is not in the same vein um but I, I i'm using that as my my stick of okay maybe you can make a good dc movie again because it's been hit or miss for years um and I'm I'm excited for this cast. I, I think it's uh, um, just based on paper looks to be much better than that other Suicide Suicide Squad iteration we got. Um, I'm hoping this is good. Uh, you know, it sounds good. Like I said on paper, I'm hoping it's actually a good movie. And I, I'm using, like I said, I know realize it's an unrelated movie, but kind of hoping in the same vein, just based on you know, the DC universe, if you will, uh, that they have had some recent success and, and hopefully this will be a, a, a rocking, um, a rock star film because I'm, I'm, you know, I love a lot of these actors in this one, you know? Uh, so I'm, I'm just really hoping that this is a good one. Yeah. So what's funny is the next movie on our list also has Taika Waititi in it and he's actually playing a lead role. Um, he's the head, he's the lead bad guy in the movie and it's called free guy so this one is a ryan reynolds vehicle um it actually has alex trebek in it too wow which i'm super excited about that i think that's going to be cool to see him you know sadly he passed away um lost his battle with cancer but it'll be interesting to see him in this uh so do you know anything about this one no, not at all. In fact, I never even hear, heard of it until you had threw this uh, note down. Okay. Um, but uh, the um, sounds like it's a pretty cool one. Yeah. So the whole theory or the whole the whole deal with this one is Ryan Reynolds plays an NPC in a what looks like it's a like a massively multiplayer online like shooter, almost like GTA Online. Um, and he's just an NPC and goes about his business and you know all the char- player characters go around and rob the banks and and blow things up and do whatever and he just goes about his life and then one day somebody gives him these these glasses which it's very much in the vein of uh, they live but they give him these glasses and he can see what the what the player characters see and it gives him the ability to basically gives him free will for lack of a better term mm-hmm and so Taika Waititi plays the, the head game developer who realizes what's going on. And this whole, this, he puts a bounty out on him. And so it's basically Ryan Reynolds is a marked man in this game. And it becomes this big international thing. And people like news channels are following it and everything. And it becomes a huge competition to try and kill him. So looks, uh, the trailers were really good looks really fun i'm definitely going to check it out uh i don't know if i'll wait till it comes to streaming or if it'll be something i see in a theater but uh, one way or another i'll be checking it out 
Yeah, no, it sounds cool. Again, I'm I'm a big fan with anything Ryan Reynolds in it, and um, you know, it's a cool concept. It's a you know, sound definitely uh, definitely sounds a bit different, and uh, you know, so all right, last one for August. You had Candyman, and like you, um, well, it's possible that I saw the first one, but it was a long, long, long time ago, and I have no recollection of it whatsoever. Um, so. Uh, you would see, you would, again said that you had never saw the first one. Um, any any thoughts on the Candyman here? Uh, um, I put it on here. This one I put on here more or less for you. I figured it would have been something you had seen uh, based on your proclivity for horror movies. Um, I'm probably going to skip it just based on the fact that I haven't seen the first one. Um, and it's not something that really doesn't really appeal to me. Um, but Jordan Peele wrote the screenplay and he's been doing outstanding with his stuff. So it might be, might be something that's worth checking out. Yeah, no. And it's, it's funny. It's very possible that I saw the original, I, it, but I think the original came out. Oh gosh. 90, it's like 92 two. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I may have seen it, you know, when it hit, you know, tape or something. I just don't recall much about it. Um, so now this is interesting. No, it's cool to kind of see again all these years later, um, you know, something that was, you know, from whenever we were growing up, you know, kind of back out there. Um, but let's move to September. So go ahead. What's the first one in September? It looks like we have another Marvel movie coming. Yeah. So September, I've got three big ones here. Um, the first one being Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So for those of you not familiar with Shang-Chi, and I'm, I might be mispronouncing that, I'm trying my best. Um, he was an obscure Marvel character. He was popularizing, or he was um, meant to take advantage of the 70s kung fu craze that took over Hollywood and, uh, and pop culture in general. And this looks like it really did a good job of taking what started out as kind of like a like a cliche stereotypical kind of character and turning it into something really cool and really modern um and what will be really cool is it's actually going to feature the reveal of the real mandarin so you were just speaking about uh iron man 3 where we had the fake mandarin played mm -hmm. by ben kingsley as trevor slattery um yep. And this is going to show the actual real Mandarin and show why the Ten Rings are so dangerous. Yeah, this was interesting. I, you know, and it's funny. Sometimes these, like you said, this is an obscure Marvel character. Um, that is one of those that not everyone's going to know. Um, I think it'll expose an audience to a, a much wider audience, this character, because you have, uh, you know, at this point, you have uh, quite a big fan base that just, you know, with kind of like the Marvel name on it, they're going to go see it. Um, so uh, that part alone, you know, I, I just think it's interesting in the sense that, you know, you have this thing that they've, you know, you like you've mentioned here, they modernized it for today. Um, it, I think just because it's kind of under the radar, this isn't like watching, you know, Captain America or an Iron Man movie. This is a bit different. So hey, this is a real potential to be like a sleeper, really, really strong, you know, comic book movie, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. I think this is going to be, this is, I think, going to make him into one of the breakout characters 
for the Marvel Universe. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's to, a good way to put it. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with them and how everything plays out. Um, it's got some star power in it. It's got uh, Aquafina, who she was in uh, Crazy Rich Asians and some other movies. And it just, it looks, like I said, man, it looks really good. I'm excited for it. Um, just yet another awesome Marvel movie that, that well, hopefully awesome Marvel movie. Hopefully they do the character justice. And I'm looking forward to seeing it. So, okay. Next one you have is The Many Saints of Newark, um, which is interesting uh, because you have this kind of listed out as what it is. A prequel to a very, very, very famous and popular TV show. Yes. Um, so it, this is set during the riots of the 1960s. Um, and basically you have high tensions between um, Italian, uh, American, African-American communities. And, you know, just based on the name, you mentioned Italian-American. This is a prequel for what show? The Sopranos. Ooh. Yeah, so, you know, this one automatically is going to be given quite the uh point to play on hbo max i would imagine because the sopranos was such a huge hit with so many people i know that this has got to be on a lot of people's radars yes and one of the cool things is that um you know sadly we lost james gandolfini a few years ago uh, but his son is actually going to play him in this movie and that's super cool i, I saw your note there and i was like that's awesome you know because i didn't know that part you know so that's that's really cool yeah so that one i'm definitely looking forward to it'll be on hbo max i may go see it in the theater um i don't know i i haven't decided yet it, it, it's 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 so difficult at this point you know certain movies need to be seen on a big screen to be truly appreciated that said as much as i like going to the movies anymore with the way people behave in movie theaters <laughs> and at least they the way they were behaving before um you know the pandemic i can only imagine people are are even loopier after not being able to go out and everything so i can only imagine the people talking and using their cell phones and just being jackasses yeah but uh, so this may be one i enjoy at home so that i try i can try and actually focus on it um but i'm definitely gonna gonna check it out when it comes out all right one more movie in september and um is this about a snake it's it's um maybe uh it, it might be about <laughs> might be about a, a black snake um that swallows an, an entire dude um oh yeah this is another comic book movie one yeah, of my yeah, favorite yeah. characters of all time venom let there be carnage yes so go, go ahead on this one. Oh, dude i can't wait so ever since the end of the original venom movie where we had um cletus cassidy we had eddie brock going to jail to talk to cletus cassidy and cletus cassidy was none other than Woody Harrelson. And Woody Harrelson was wearing this awful red frizzy friggin' fright wig that made him look like Carrot Top. Um, <laughs> it was That's a stinger at the it. end. So not everybody, a lot of people I talked to had no idea this was even a thing. But it's a, it's a stinger at the end of the credits. Um, so it's not just Marvel themselves that do the scenes at the end of the credits. Um, but they had him in there. And... So I was super excited at the end of that movie. I was like, oh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. And now we're getting the payoff on that. And not only are we getting the payoff, but they fixed his hair. So he doesn't look like a, a reject from like a Cabbage Patch Kid thing. But 
I'm super excited about this. Uh, my only concern is I feel like the symbiote's getting a little too jokey. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have you seen the trailers for this yet? Not yet, not yet. So I I highly recommend seeing it. It looks really good, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I like comedy mixed in with my superheroes. I do. I like comedy mixed in with most things that I watch just because I'm a freaking goofball. But certain things, the comedy just doesn't mesh well. And I'm not saying it didn't mesh well here. I'm just hoping they, that they don't go completely off the rails with it. Um, and if you watch the trailer, you'll see what I'm talking about. There's a scene in the, uh, in the, the little shop that he goes into, which I guess after the whole, you know, the scene or, or the, the line about him being rolling down the street like a turd in the wind. Maybe that was out the door to, to begin with from the first one. But this movie looks great. I can't wait. Um, super, super excited. It came out on my birthday when the when Venom came out. Uh, it came out on my birthday. I went and saw it on my birthday with my dad and Peyton. Um, this will be out a little bit before my birthday this year, but still cool. Early, Christ- yeah. early birthday present. I'm good with it. There you go. All right. Uh, jumping in October. And this one uh, makes obviously makes sense for an October release. The Adams Family 2. Um, we're not talking about the Adams Family movies, the 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 the, the live action ones. Um, we're talking about the an animated one. Yes. So did you see the first one? I did not. No, I, and I love the Adams Family. Um, you know, like I, you know the, the movies that came out in the '90s. Big fans of those. I remember watching reruns of the original TV show from the 1960s. So I was I was always a big fan of all that. I did not see the animated movie. So I, I have no frame of reference on that. Um, I'd imagine it was probably pretty good. So Charlize Theron was um, Morticia and Oscar Isaac, who played Poe Dameron in the new Star Wars movies, was uh, Gomez. And it looked really good. Again, it, I'm in the same camp as you. I love the originals, love the TV show. I actually have the um, Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values on DVD. Uh, I considered if I ever had a kid naming him Pubert, uh, <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's never going to happen. So I don't have to worry about it. But anyway, um, it looks really good. I want to see the first one so that I can be caught up for this one and I'm ready, ready to get spooky, man. So this next one you have is Dune. Um, now I've seen Dune. It's been a long, long time. So this definitely piqued my interest. Um, and I'm going to have to give us a look because uh, I, I'm assuming that this is a rehash or a remake of some sorts because um, this doesn't have the sequel treatment uh, to me. Um, but the original Dune, if I'm not mistaken, came out in the 80s, 84. So yeah. it was in that in that time frame of this really solid, amazing, you know, kind of you know movies that I, I you know in that Back to the Future Ghostbusters type that really you know, you just had this really solid era of movies. Um, I'm curious to see what this one's going to be like. Again, I don't have a frame of reference to kind of speak much to uh, the original, um, but, but uh, this, this, this is, uh, this, this is interesting. It's cool to kind of see, you know, once again, here's another one back from whenever we were growing up. Here's another one right at, right back at you. Yeah. So this one was, um, so the original one came out in 2000 or excuse me, 1984 mm-hmm. there was a tv series that came out in 2000 
Um, so just a quick look at the cast, because I know that uh, our boy Sting was in, and not, no, not Sting the wrestler, but, you know, Sting the musician uh, was in the first one. This one's got a very interesting cast. So just, just going through the top here, we've got Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya, Batista, Timothy Chalamet, Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, Stellan Skarsgård, and Oscar Isaac. Yeah, it's uh, that's pretty strong. Um, I uh, I think it'll uh, you know just the star power alone is going to draw some people in. Um, so that's that's uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty that's that's a pretty good list of people there. Yeah. It's pretty, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'll, I'll, it's going to be on HBO Max. So I'm feeling like I'll, it's something I'll watch. Um, if I remember correctly, the first one was really long and maybe you can correct me on that if I'm incorrect. No, you, you are, you're absolutely correct. That's, and, the, and I'll be honest with you. It's why I have not gone back in one of those movies that I just can't sit there and watch um, like that. I have to look up the original runtime because it is a long movie. I want to say it's like a three or four hour movie. Um let me see. I can't figure find it off the time I have BA. No, you're you're not wrong. It is a very long movie. Um, so I, I can't imagine that this one uh yeah, that it's it's about two and a half hours the original. So um for for movies in this day and age to kind of get your uh keep your attention, <laughs> two and a half hours is pushing it. So yeah, so I'll probably I'll probably let that one uh simmer a little bit. Um and I might, I might uh, see that on HBO Max because I honestly I still haven't watched the Zack Snyder cut of of um, Justice League, so I probably should watch that before I watch the uh, the the eight hour Dune. Yeah, I know there's like a long, really long theatrical version of it or non cut theat, you know, one of those deals. Um, that's you know, uh, I want to say it was like four hours or something but you know again i'm i'm thinking of things from years and years and years ago so uh all right another uh, good one for october though um kind of in the same vein of the adams family too we have another hotel transylvania movie this one called transformania um i i have seen um you know the hotel Trans- i haven't seen i don't think i've seen every hotel transylvania but i do i do recall watching the first one um, and no, I, I agree. The, these are, uh, these aren't bad. Um, so yeah. not um, bad for kids movies. Um, not quite to the, the, uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs and, and despicable me. And what was the other one? Uh, the how to train your dragon. I, you know, those I feel like are kind of the, the pinnacle at this point right now, um, outside of Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, but these were, it was the first one was entertaining. Um, I, I don't really know too much about the second and third. I didn't really check them out, um, but I might give this one a shot. Interesting to me because, and I didn't realize it until just now. It looks like um, Adam Sandler stepped away from this one. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and you know, and I think that tends to happen whenever you start getting into your third, fourth, fifth movies, you know. <laughs> this one's uh, this one returns most of the voice cast. Andy Samberg, Selena Gomez, Catherine Hahn, Steve Buscemi, David Spade, Keegan-Michael Key, um, you know, even Fran Drescher and Jim Gaffigan are in it, Molly Shannon. You know, she got a pretty star-studded cast. 
And this one, the whole the idea is that um, they find a device that turns all of the monsters into humans. And yeah, that sounds pretty. And that sounds pretty interesting. So now here's the catch, though. It also turns all the humans into monsters. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. You know, I I, I saw your note there about that. And I was like, you know what, that sounds pretty interesting. You know, again, we're talking about a cartoon here, so you know, it'll uh, you know could could go one way or the other. But uh, I imagine make for a fun kids movie. Um, again, not having seen you know anything really outside of the first one, I I don't have much much to say on it. But yeah, no. Could be fun. Yeah. So that one, you know, having someone that's in the target demo for that movie, I'll probably at some point see. It. All right. So right. Let's, let's move on to the next one. And this one is yet another birthday present to me from a giant company. And I appreciate it. And I'll, you know, you can mail me a copy of it. Uh, this is No Time to Die. So the latest Bond movie. Yeah. And it's cool. Another, another Daniel Craig Bond movie. Um, the, uh, it amazes me, you know, every, every two, three years, they just turn another one of these out and they've been doing it for a long time. Um, so cool to see, uh, that, that they've got another one here in the can and ready to go. Um, you know, uh, it, unless you're talking about maybe a couple of the oddball bond movies over the years, it's hard to find one that's just not enjoyable. They're, they're great action movies. They always have, you know, some, some great, you know, dramatic things in there. There's a little bit of humor spliced in always has the, the little catchy romance type stuff going on. So you got a little something for everybody in, in a bond movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, you know, so I'm going to have much... myself on this one though. I, I, I have to admit, you know, the Daniel Craig versions of bond, those have been the only ones that I've actually watched. I tried to go back and watch, um, Oh, uh, which one was there was one, I think Halle Berry was in it and he gets in a car and spikes come out of the car, out of the tires and he drives the car up onto the ceiling of the cave that's covered in ice or some such nonsense. Um, oh, yeah. Die another day. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that I couldn't get into it. Yeah. You know, and, and really, to me, uh, Pierce Brosnan, I was you know, more of a fan of Goldeneye with him. Yeah. Uh, I attribute a lot of that to the game. But uh, that to me, that was my favorite Bond movie with him in it. Uh, but I, my parents grew up, or I grew up with um, uh, my parents watching, rewatching a lot of the Sean Connery and Roger Moore. Um, and every once in a while, the Timothy Dalton one would come on. Um, but, you know, I, uh, I can't say that I've seen all of them but I've seen enough to know what I've liked over the years. And yeah, this should be a good one. Um, and again, look, these movies are what they are, you know, and I, I don't mean to be ill of this, but it's a good action popcorn movie. Don't, you know, I can't necessarily say, yeah, it's got a little for everybody, but this isn't going to knock your socks off type film. So <laughs> right, mean, right, right. You know, um, all right. Uh, again, we're still in October here, so we have quite a bit of a horror thing going. We've we've already talked to Adam's family um, and uh, uh, Transylvania uh, Hotel Transylvania cartoons. Um, another Halloween movie, <laughs> Halloween Kills. Yes. Uh, yeah, and this is cool. You have a note on here about Jamie Lee Curtis returning, which I thought I think is awesome. You know, from the original, and 
Then you also have Anthony Michael Hall, who was in Dexter, a very horror-driven show. He'll be in this. Um, uh, my take on this is this, though. Look, I just don't know how many times I could do Halloween. I really don't, because it's been done and redone so many times. Um, and again, I'm not belittling the series or whoever has tried to do these movies. I just don't know how many times they could redo something with Michael Myers in it. <laughs> you know, it just... Right. Um, and, and I know what, uh, was it Rob Zombie had his Halloween take too? He even, he did one. Yep. So, uh, did he do, did he only do one or did he do several? I think he, he think he did. Well, I, I, I know he did at least one and it's very possible he did more than one. Um, so, but yeah, and that's where I lose track because there's been so many of these. Um, I remember going to the theater and watching like the Halloween reboot, like 20 or 25 years ago. You know what I mean? Right. It just it was just funny because it's been, you know, kind of reintroduced every time. And then it's like, well, here's seven more movies. <laughs> so right, right. So what's your take? I mean, what do you think? I uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of the original Halloween, but then beyond that, it's kind of like, eh, these are funny and they're not funny. They're they're fun to watch, but they're not like they're not gonna be like the horror movies that I just gravitate I'm, toward. I don't know, man. I it's the casting makes me think, okay, maybe, um, but I've never been a big Halloween guy as far as from the from the movies. Um, I love Halloween itself, but the movies I'm not not huge on. Uh, it looks like we've got, um, let's see, we've got Judy Greer, who I'm a fan of. We've got Jamie Lee Curtis, Anthony Michael Hall. Why did I? Th- now that I'm seeing the picture, no, Anthony Michael Hall is not, not uh, Dexter. He's uh, oh, what was that show? He's he's from that show where they had the um, the detective that was a psychic. Anthony Michael Hall. It was on USA Network, but uh, I can't Michael, remember what it was called. Well, I, I'm trying to think. Anthony Michael Hall, what he was in, um. Well, he, you know, he has been in some horror stuff, though. Dead Zone, uh, Zombie Night, those things. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but, I, you know, I know him from 16 Candles. Um, yeah. He's, he's oh, yeah, that. obviously, you know, he was... Bre- you know, the... Breakfast Club and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, yeah, you know, another one of those, you know, things where, again, um, I'm just not a huge fan of them kind of rehashing the same thing over and over again, no matter who's in it. So I'll probably be out on this one, uh, you know, it, but who knows? Might be decent. I don't know. You know, and the show was Dead Zone, too. So there was the movie Dead Zone that he was in, and then there was the show Dead Zone. Yeah. And that was yeah. the one I was thinking of. That was on USA Network. That's um, okay. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Um, now that I've embarrassed myself and you by – saying that oh no it's all good it's it's another one of those uh, late nights and i'm just kind of uh reading what's in front of me so uh <laughs> san diago full <laughs> responsibility for that uh that was my fault i put that in the notes so that's not tom nah, it's all good it's all good uh, it's all good hey it'll make for a good soundbite for somebody yeah somebody be like oh listen to these fucking morons uh so go on this next one though this one sounds pretty yeah. cool so this next one is is called the last duel and this is starring uh, celebrity best friends Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. 
insert the Matt Damon soundbite here. Um, and so what happens, and I don't know who's playing who, I don't know much about it, but basically King Arthur declares a duel between a knight and his squire. So I, this sounds, look, I like, you know, knights and, and all that good stuff, the round table, I'm into that. Let's let's see what this is about, man. Yeah, no, I'm in. I'm in on this one. Um, I'm a huge Matt Damon fan. Everything that he's been in, and I guess Ben Affleck's okay too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I joke. I, I I I really admire a lot of the work that both of these guys have done. Um, so I, I I'm in on this one. Uh, it's always still great to see these guys in a movie together, um, especially after all these years of of doing different things, you know and you know, it, it was funny though when I saw this, I was just like, "Man, I really hope Kevin Smith's involved in this somehow, some way." <laughs> you know, I, I'm not gonna lie; I did just go to the IMDb page to see if he's on it, but he's not. Uh, I was wrong. It's actually it's uh, King Charles the Sixth orders the the duel. Uh, Got it. So I believe it's gonna be Matt Damon is the knight, and Adam Driver is the squire. So. Yeah, um, could be interesting. Yeah, and then Ben Affleck actually plays the king. The king, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. So it looks like a looks like a good a good uh, cast, you know. Um, and so Ben Affleck and Matt Damon wrote the screenplay for it too. So yeah, it it should be uh should be a fun time. I uh, and like I said, I enjoy enjoy those guys. I enjoy the work that they do. Um, you know, especially you know, uh, together, um, you know, gosh, it's been what they seems like they've showed up in different movies over to, over the years and different projects for what, you know, like I said, 25 going on 30 years now. Right. So it's, it's, it's just, it's cool. Um, this next one though. <laughs> yes. So ah, here we go again. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about this movie. I'm, you know, I read your note that, that you'll, you'll be watching this one way or another and i i agree wholeheartedly uh the next movie we're talking about is jackass 4 aka the final jackass movie so every single one of these movies that's come out i i would imagine they thought was going to be the last one um i i've read an article recently an interview with with knoxville and he was like dude yeah i i just absolutely i can't afford to get another concussion this is it i'm done so, you know, I'm feeling this will probably be the last one. Um, really looking forward to it. The only the only downside that I see to it is, you know, Bam, uh, all anything he was going to be doing. I don't know if he actually filmed because there's been conflicting reports um, has been cut. He's out Um now the reports say that it's because he didn't do the rehab stuff that he was supposed to do. He wouldn't stay off drugs while he was and drinking while he was doing it. Um, he says he did everything they asked him to do. So you know, who knows where the truth lies? But in, in any event, I'm looking forward to this movie. Yeah, I mean, you still have. Still have Knoxville, Steve-O, Chris Pontius. Um, and you still have like Preston Lacey and some of these other guys that have that were have been in, in this the entire time. And these we guys man. are doing yeah, we man. Some of these things, these guys have been together for a long, long, long time. So it's not like you have, you know, yeah, we miss out, you know, with um 
Bam not being there and, you know, uh, you know, there's, there's a couple of people that obviously Ryan Dunn after he passed away, you know, that was many, many years ago now, but um, a couple of people that just stepped away, you know, like Brandon Nick Camillo is another one that I was always a big fan of, but he just stepped away, you know, he right. was done with it. So there's people missing, obviously, whether they're uh, here with us or not, but um, I'm a big Johnny Knoxville Pert fan. I know. And I have been, and it makes sense that this is going to be the last one. He's 50 years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. He's, he's the bad grandpa and he literally is getting to that point now. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but like, and I, I put a note on here, I'm such a Johnny Knoxville Mark that I've watched action point twice and it's very possible. I've watched it three times. So yeah. I, and, and, you know, it, I'm watching this. I'll find a way to watch it. Uh, yeah. Just uh, looking forward to that one. Yeah, I've uh, I've watched Action Point, uh, I believe, one and a half times because the first time I fell asleep and woke up, and so I went back and watched the parts that I missed. Um, not because of the movie, the quality of the movie, it's just because I was friggin' exhausted when I started watching. Yeah, um, I only I only uh, got into watching that because I was such a huge fan of the uh, the Action Park documentary that was on HBO Max. I still need to watch that. Uh, yeah, highly highly recommend. All right, last one for October though. Um, yeah. I don't have much on this one. You have a little note here. Uh, Ron's gone wrong. So this is another kids movie. It's a, it's an animated movie. Um, so, you know, now most kids have some kind of device like a phone or a tablet or, or anything like that. And, you know, it's kind of a sign of, of um, it's what I'm looking for. It's kind of like a, like a status symbol almost. And, you know, everybody's just completely attached to it. It's it's almost like it's their best friend. Well, in this movie, instead of a phone, everybody has these little robots and you can customize them and do whatever you want with them and whatever. Well, our main character gets one named Ron and he's super glitchy. Um, I can't really describe <laughs> most of the comedy is physical, um, but it looks pretty funny. Zach Galifianakis voices the robot. Um, it just looks, it looks good, man. And Ed Helms is the dad, um, Justice Smith, who was in, um, the, he was in the Detective Pikachu movie. He's in it as well. Looks like it's got a decent cast. I'm, I'm into it. I'll probably be seeing it because I know Peyton's going to want to see it, but it looks like kind of a, it's almost like big hero six without the hero stuff. Right. Right. No, that sounds cool. Uh, again, you know, uh, I've got Tommy and Katie, so it's very possible that one comes the comes down the pipeline. We've got two more months left of uh, 2021 to talk about that. Let's jump in in November, uh, and we've got another Marvel movie up top here. Yeah, we got on this one. Okay, so the Eternals. So the Eternals, another super super obscure um, cast of Marvel characters. It's going to be. It's got huge names attached. All right, so I'm going to run down some of them. Gemma Chan, Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, Richard Madden, Kit Harrington, Kamel Nanjiani, which, God, I know I just butchered his name, but you'll know him when you see him. These are, these are giant names for this movie. All right. My suit. So what's really cool in this, you know, oh, oh. You know what? And I buried the lead on this one. You know who else is in this one? Who's that? Oh, I can't. I remember her name now. 
now that I'm about to say her damn name, I can't remember it. Amelia Clark. Oh, okay. The Daenerys is in it. You've got Daenerys Targaryen. You've got Jon Snow. And you've got, um, oh, bloody hell, Stark. The other Stark boy, which I can't remember his damn name. Um, who did he play on Game of Thrones? You've got a very big Game of Thrones, Rob Stark. There we go. Okay. You've got a big Game of Thrones uh, presence here. And Kit Harrington, who was Jon Snow, plays one of my all-time favorite, completely obscure Marvel characters in Dane Whitman, a.k.a. the Black Knight. Um, wielder of the Ebony Blade. And what's cool is he actually, in the comic books, and I don't know how much of this is going to carry over, but he's got a bunch of retcons and power boosts, and he's made it's made him into one of the most powerful characters in the Marvel Universe. Um, so I'm super excited to see this. Uh, basically, the Eternals are essentially humanoid. They're not robots, but they're these immortal characters hence the name Eternals, mm -hmm. that live, you know, forever, but they've become almost corrupted, um, and not corrupted in a bad way, but corrupted to the point where they don't really remember who they are um, as far as what their purpose is and everything. And so they're living on Earth, and they've basically adopted these lives, and they've been living as amongst the humans as humans. And it shows where everything is, and then there's a big galactic threat and they get awakened awakened to who they are um now dane whitman's not an eternal he's actually just a superhero well he's just a and a human who ends up getting superhero powers um he's not an eternal himself but it's just it's cool that he's in this i was really 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 hoping that he would have been in um infinity war and could have crossed over with tony stark because it would have been funny to see him you know say i'm dane of house whitman and tony to say i'm tony of house stark and then have that be a thing yeah that'd be kind of cool that's just because i'm a friggin nerd yeah, that uh, would be cool no i uh um you know uh not not a not much on that i think you covered that one pretty well uh i i again being a marvel movie i'm certainly gonna be on it um you know whenever i uh uh whenever i get the opportunity so no it definitely sounds really cool and uh looking forward to that one this next one though for me i'm looking forward to a ton um ghostbusters afterlife yeah and mainly because to me this is my understanding that this is the true in the storyline sense this was the ghostbusters 3 that we should have had um and i'm not knocking the reboot from a few years ago but uh, my, my, I remember seeing that as far as the events go, they're basically ignoring anything that happened there. Yeah. So uh, the great thing about this is that you have so many people reprising their roles from the first two movies. Um, you know, Bill Murray's back as Peter Venkman, Aykroyd's back as Ray Stans, Ernie Hudson's uh, Winston Zedmore, um, Sigourney Weaver's coming back as Dana Barrett. And you have Annie Potts playing Janine uh, Janine uh, Melnitz, um, and then um, you uh, you also mentioned this here that Paul Rudd's in this one, so that that's kind of cool. I'm a big Paul Rudd fan, and um, 
you know, unfortunately, Harold Ramis, you know, passed away, so we don't have Egon. Um, but we have a lot of family tie-ins here, so you know that that, that should be kind of cool. And the other thing too, the, the one person I will say this that I know is missing, who's just now kind of getting back into acting after you know kind of staying out of it for twenty years, is uh, Rick Moranis. Yes. And I'm really, really, really hoping that they do something, just anything, to get him in here for ten seconds. Oh my as god, Lewis, as Lewis, just just love. something. I know. really hope that happens. My my thing is this. This should be an awesome movie. This is a a script and a, a screenplay and a treatment that's been bouncing around Hollywood since the mid-90s. And I wish it would have gotten made while Harold Ramis was still with us. But it kind of sets up the movie because... I, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but there's some scenes that I saw in the trailer that kind of lend to, they take that into account and his presence is definitely felt in the movie. Um, yes. Yep. Agreed. And it look, it just, it looks outstanding. I can't wait for this movie. I'm super excited about it. And as an aside, did you see all the, the, the original Ghostbusters toys that are back in stores? I haven't seen them in stores, but I actually uh, saw a couple of articles kind of kick through and I thought that was kind of neat that showed a lot of the merchandise that was kind of back out there. Yeah. So like the, the ghost popper, do you remember that? I do. Yep. That's, that's cool. That's back in stores. Like the original, the real Ghostbusters toys, like the toilet ghost is back in stores. Uh, Richie, Richie actually has, it's, I'm sure he still has a ton of them, uh, but he's a huge Ghostbusters fan and had all, I remember him having all the toys when we were little. So I'm sure that he's, you know, he's loving this too. I actually have on my bookshelf uh, for my, my kids, actually, my um, real Ghostbusters pop-up books. Oh, cool. Yeah. And they, they, I mean, they go back 30 something years. So uh, of course they're probably something that's worth like $500 a piece and they're just, you know, sitting on a bookshelf. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, you know. but anyway. Um, all right. Speaking of movies from the eighties. Yeah. Yes. Here we go. I'll let you do this one. All right. So here we get Top Gun Maverick. And this is another one that's been bouncing around forever. You've been hearing rumors about it. And it's finally actually coming out. Um, I've got to see it. It doesn't matter if it's good. It doesn't matter if it's bad. I need to see it. Um, we're bringing back Tom Cruise. We're bringing back Val Kilmer. Um, bringing back Ed Harris. You know, we've got a huge amount of returning people. We've also got Jennifer Connelly. We've got John Hamm. We've got Miles Teller. So, yeah, it's it looks like a good cast. Um, not sure how the, you know, how the story is going to go. Um, I know that I'm going to have to put on my glasses of suspension of disbelief that I use when I watch wrestling. Um just due to the military nature of it and some of the things I know that I'm going to see that when I watched the original one as a kid, I was like, oh, that's so cool. But once I joined, I learned, oh, that's that's not how any of this works. Right. You know, right. Stuff like that. So but it looks it looks like it should be a fun movie, if nothing else. Yeah. And the only my only reservation on this was and I, I really understand with timing and how things have been delayed and just how they want to release, need to release things. Uh, that to me, this had summer movie written all over it. Um, but you know, if we, here we are with a November release, whatever, I don't want to get into the, 
why that is the way it is. Look, this movie could completely suck, you know, and it, it might. I don't know, but it's going to be fun. Yeah. You know, it's Top Gun. I mean, come on. Absolutely. Um, you know, so the storyline can be terrible. Um, the act, the acting may be to the point where it's like, yeah, that was cool in 1985, but oh boy, <laughs> you know, right. Um, you know, maybe certain things that they try to re- recreate. And it's like, oof, you know, cause you know how movies do that at times, especially when oh, yeah. you have this nice long hiatus between things. Um, I don't necessarily see them doing, you know, anything that campy or over the top, um, popcorn movie for sure. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to it, you know, um, um, you know, like you again who isn't a Top Gun fan. Right. So, you know, and it's cool to see everyone kind of reprise the roles, you know, so that's, that's, that's always fun. Um, looks like we have another one listed here for November and then we'll close out this one with um, December. Um, Resident Evil, um, welcome to Raccoon City. Um, do you have anything on this one? All right. So when I initially made this list, I had no, I had nothing on this, um, but I had to, I had to do some digging because I wanted to, I've, I've watched the other Resident Evil movies, most of them. I haven't seen them all because there's like 800 of them. Um, <laughs> but I wanted to do a little research and see what this was going to be because I, I had a feeling it was going to be animated. It is not. It's going to be live action. And apparently this is a reboot. So this is going to basically tell the events of Resident Evil 2. And okay. so we've got Jill Valentine. We've got Claire Redfield. We've got Chris Redfield. Leon Kennedy, and we've got Albert Wesker, who Albert Wesker is the big bad. Now, when I when you see Albert Wesker in the game, there's an actor that I always thought that facially he looked like. His facially and just his um like the way he looked, I thought that he looked like an actor. He brought to me to mind, and that actor was Neil McDonough. So sadly, Neil McDonough is not playing him, he will be in the movie. But they got somebody that's a big dude as far as tall, and that I think will do a great job with this role, and that's Tom Hopper. Hmm. Are you familiar with that name at all? Uh, it sounds vaguely familiar, um, but I'm, I don't re- recognize what he would have been in. Okay, so Tom Hopper was – I first was introduced to him uh, through, um, through to- uh, Doctor Who. Okay. So he is actually, he's been in quite a few things that you might have seen. He's been in, um, have you ever seen the movie um, Terminator Dark Fate? I, that, you know, that's the one Terminator movie I have not watched. I okay. watched everyone else, but I have not watched that one. All right. Have you seen uh, Game of Thrones? No. Okay. He was in Game of Thrones. In, <laughs> uh, I feel pretty with. Uh, Amy Schumer and he was in oh well I did not know this he was actually in another movie on this on this list which was the hitman's wife's bodyguard oh okay and the one that you may have you seen the umbrella academy oh wait a minute wait a minute I'm thinking you said dark fate yeah I've seen dark fate that was the most recent terminator yeah I've seen that okay Okay. Uh, for whatever reason you said terminator dark fate and I was thinking of the uh, Christian Bale one gotcha Um, okay yeah no no that's which was what genesis or something yeah i think it was genesis. salvation or no whatever or it was. salvation it was salvation that, yeah anyway yeah i've seen dark fate yeah i don't know why i said that but right. uh yeah have you seen umbrella academy no have not damn well all right 
so in Umbrella Academy, he plays um, Luther, who is basically the muscle and the leader, and he's just a giant dude. Um, in the comic books, his head was taken off of his body and sewn onto the body of a Martian gorilla um, or Martian ape. In the comic book or in the show, he was injected with experimental blood and it gave him a giant ape-like body. Um, but he's a big dude. He's a real big dude. Um, so he's actually playing Albert Wesker. So I think he'll make a good, uh, you know, he'll be a good visually. He'll, visually, he'll play the character well. He'll be an intimidating presence on the screen. Right. Um, so it's also starring Robbie Amel, who is... Um, the uh, cousin, I believe, of um, why can't I remember these people's names now? The guy that played Arrow on the Arrow series. Oh, um, Stephen Amell? No? Yes, you got it. Yeah, Stephen. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's his cousin. And he actually okay. also played Firestorm uh, in that show, too. Um, but so he's going to be in it, and it looks—it just looks really good. I'm—I'm I'm definitely stoked about that. One. All right. So this brings us to December. Um, we'll have two movies left. So why don't you take this first one, and then I'll do the—I'll uh, do the last one there, and we'll—we'll uh, we'll close up shop on our uh, remaining movies that are coming out for 2021. Not all—not you know, of course, we don't have time to list out every single movie. These are just right. the big ticket items, if you will. So cool. for December, we have a guess what? Another Marvel movie. <laughs> yes. And honestly, I think this one will be will end up hopefully being my favorite of the bunch. Uh, this is Spider-Man No Way Home. So I thought this was coming out next year. I thought this was coming out around the same time as uh, Doctor Strange and the Marvel, Ver the, the Multiverse of Madness, um, based on rumors we have heard, because rumors have been flying around about this movie. Um, we've heard so much different stuff and the title brings up so much you know the way the last one ended if you haven't seen far from home um the last movie ends with j jonah jameson reprising his or you know jk simmons reprising his role as j jonah jameson on the screens in times square with edited footage of the showdown that spidey had with mysterio at the end of the movie mm -hmm. and Showing him, uh, showing basically what looks like Spider-Man telling drones to attack and kill people. And then not only does he do that, he also outs Peter Parker as Spider-Man. Shows his picture, tells everyone his name. So it leaves things in a very interesting spot. So we're... Yeah, that sounds... That definitely sounds interesting. I'm... You know, I kind of, kind of like when they do that, when they, you know, it's like, you know, oh, here we go. Here's your hero. And guess what? <laughs> you know, because we've seen this over time and over time with different comic book movies. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and uh, there's some very pretty famous instances, instances of that, of things like that happening to our heroes. So it's, uh, this should be a good one. And some of the, so some of the rumors about this, I don't know. Have you heard many rumors about it? No, no, I haven't really followed on this one. And I think because um, I was kind of like you, I didn't think this was coming out until next year. So, so I dismissed it, of, honestly. A lot of rumors, some substantiated, some unsubstantiated. 
And it really depends on the actor you talk to. But um, there's been talks that Tobey Maguire and that Andrew Garfield, both of their Spider-Man characters, show up in this movie. And not only is it their characters, but villains from their movies show up in this movie as well. One of which is Doc Ock's Alfred Molina, who wow. has said that he was going to be in it, went through the process of them using the digital de-aging to make him look like he did in Spider-Man 2. Um, Jamie Foxx has been confirmed to be in this movie. He played Electro in Amazing Spider-Man 2. So there's been a lot of a lot of talk about this. And, you know, some people are denying they're in it. Some people are just ignoring the questions. And, of course, Alfred Molina just steered into it and was like, yeah, dude, I was in it, and this is how we did everything. <laughs> so we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, but it, it should be interesting to say the very, very least. Right. Yeah, no, that, that's cool. And yeah, actually, Alfred Molina is listed on the IMDb. So that, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. We got one more movie here. The Matrix 4. Uh, look, the original Matrix, one of my all-time favorite movies. It's up there. I love that movie. I didn't care for Reload It, and I didn't care for Revolutions. Um, I've only given each of those one watch i refuse to watch them again um i kind of give it to me i call it the phantom menace treatment um which is like my least favorite star wars ever <laughs> yes just, yeah i don't even want to talk about it yeah dude i'm with you um Absolutely. but i kind of give it that treatment where i will never even want to acknowledge that it exists and I did that with those two movies. Lawrence Fishburne isn't in this one. So that's kind of like whatever. Because, it, 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 you know, it's a Matrix. So anything can happen, right? I mean, that's the whole point of the movie. Right. Um, so I was kind of hoping maybe he would pop up, you know, reprising as Morpheus. But he's not in it. But, you know, uh, you know, we do have Keanu Reeves reprising his role as Neo uh, at the top. And uh, I'm hoping that this is more of a film that's kind of cut in the same vein as the original. Uh, we'll see. What's your take on The Matrix 4? So this is one, this is another one that, you know, I was surprised when they announced that it was coming out. Um, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess I'll say, for it. I really like the first Matrix movie. Uh, I remember seeing it several times. Um, I remember seeing it for the first time on spring break or not spring break senior trip in the big AMC theater in Disney world. Um, Cause yeah, that was a great way to spend senior trip um, <laughs> was going to the movies, but you know, we were idiots. So we went and saw a movie, uh, but it was, it was really good. Man. And, um, and I'm like you, I, with the, the sequels, uh, I can't get into them. I, you know, I saw them both in the theater and I was there opening night for both of them. And I was just so let down. Uh, I just, it, it, they didn't do it for me. So I'm hoping that this one kind of brings it back and just makes it enjoyable to watch again. Um, yeah, no, hundred percent. I, uh, Big fan of the original. It's got to be, if I really were to sit out there and really kind of give a fine-tooth comb as to all my all-time favorite movies, I would put that 
definitively in the top 20, possibly top 10, um, just because I was that much of a fan of it. I remember getting the DVD and rewatching it over and over and over and over again. Um, you know, because at the time, I mean, and it wasn't just, you know, the visual effects, you know, or any of that. Um, you had just some really cool cast of characters in that outside of Neo. I mean, uh, Hugo Weaving, Mr. Smith. Uh, it's ridiculous, you know. I just absolutely love that movie, and um, so I, I don't. I don't know that you have uh, as much of a, um, you know, blow me away with Matrix Four now in the year twenty twenty one, but I firmly believe that it, it should be hopefully better than two and three. Yeah, I mean that's. And it's a low bar, but that's really all I want out of it is please just be better than two and three. Um, yeah. Yep. So hopefully that's that's what we get, but we'll, we'll see. So anyway, uh, that wraps up all of our movies. Did you have anything else you wanted to kind of close up shop with? That's that's all I've got, man. That's, that's it. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to all these movies coming out. I'm going to have to probably do some, some quote-unquote homework and watch the first Adams family animated and uh, the hitman's bodyguard to kind of get ready for the, to get ready for the new the new movies that are coming out. Uh, aside from that, man, it just, it looks like it's going to be an action packed year, no pun intended for the rest of the year for these movies. And, and I'm really looking forward to it. And I mean, just for funsies, I might have to go back and rewatch all of the jackass movies. There you go. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Huh. You know, so all right. Well, uh, thanks everyone for uh, joining us on the, uh, you know, looking at this, the, the, the rest of the year and the movies that are coming out. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it and uh, have a great night. Yep. We will see you later.